Listen to the Rewinding Minute with Leon. The following episode is commercial-free, courtesy of the listener support contributions to the Rewinding Minute. Please consider contributing to the podcast to help us remain commercial-free. Thank you for tuning in to the Rewinding Minute. I'm your host, Leon, and this is Episode 8, and I'm joined by special guest, Michael DeGuilme. Hi, guys. So Mike, Leon. yeah, I, I, <laughs> I've known Leon for years now. Um, I mean, I was, well, yeah, I just I like to cut people off, but before before I let you get into it, uh, when was the last time we actually saw each other in in a physical sense, like in, in the same room for that matter? When was the last time we saw each other? I mean, it had to have been before before high school ended. <laughs> I don't know when the last time we hung out outside of high school was, but. I mean, I, I don't even know, to be honest. We're, we're, we're getting old, but, uh, you know, the, that's the beauty of technology. It keeps us in touch. But uh, the reason why I wanted to invite Mike on the show is because we have a very important topic to discuss that he's going to inform us all about. I already know about the topic because I have firsthand experience with the so-called topic. But before we talk about the topic, tell us a little bit about yourself before I had to cut you off before. Um, so I'm right now at University of Florida after I graduated from Comstock High School with Leon. Actually, I'm wearing a, I'm wearing my high school basketball shirt right now. No, the Warriors. Warriors. <laughs> Go Warriors. Yeah, just a coincidence. But, um, yeah, I'm at University of Florida studying mechanical engineering, um, graduating this spring while also starting my graduate program. So I'll be going for mechanical design and getting my master's in that, hopefully. And um, I've been interning for Northrop Grumman over the summers, uh, working as a designer, um, the engineering stuff. And uh, I've been in California over the summers. I'm going to be there this upcoming summer, too. And I might end up there after I graduate. But um, in terms of academics and stuff, that's basically it. Um, and I practice this really cool sport, which I think the topic, I don't know if you want me to introduce that or if you want to. Well, before we jump, we dive into that topic. Let's let's talk about you know your relocation from New York to Florida. Was that your choice, or was that you know your choice? Oh. Yeah. So um, so my dad had a job offer to move to Florida, um, basically right when I was graduating high school. So my parents had me looking at schools in the South, and um, I kind of picked University of Florida. Whether whether or not they were gonna move there, I just really liked that school a lot. I went down to the south to go visit a bunch of them, like Georgia Tech or whatever. And University of Florida was just like super, like upbeat and happy. I like the people there a lot, so I wanted to come here. And then of course after I decided that, my parents decided they were gonna move down to Florida and take the job that my dad was offering. So that was um that was like five years ago now, and. I mean, yeah, still been in Florida. It's really hot here, um, but it was my decision to move here, and uh, I, I like it here overall. So. Do you do you tell people that you're from Long Island in New York, or you kind of just roll with it that you're like you know a Florida resident now? What's what's the deal? Like, are you still loyal to New York, or have you just completely like turned over? So I usually don't even have to tell people because the second I'll say something like um, water or coffee. Or something like that, hot dog, they know instantly that I'm not from Florida, and I'll get made fun of for the way I say that. You don't even realize the way we say it in New York until you step down. How do they say it in Florida? Uh, water. 
Uh, <laughs> what, what else? Coffee? I, oh, I've God. sort of adjusted, but I haven't tried to adjust. It just happens, I guess, over five years. <laughs> but, oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, do you like New York-style living or Florida-style living? Or is there no preference? Comparatively, I like I do like Florida more. It's just first of all, I hate the cold, so <laughs> getting out of the cold was a blessing to me personally. I don't like the snow and stuff like that. And then you can have a rear wheel drive car here, whereas like you're kind of limited to front wheel and all wheel drive in New York um, right. for a daily driving car. And I like cars a lot, so that was big for me. Um, I like. I do like the heat better than the cold, even though the heat does suck sometimes. But, like, on a day like today, it's in the mid-90s, and I'm dying. Especially it's... since my school is in the center of Florida, like, below sea level in the swamp. So. Right. How, do you, how about, like, hurricane season? Do you guys get hit? Or do you guys, you know, face the aftermath of any storms that come that way? or? Um, I mean, we've had hurricanes, but... The most that's happened is, first of all, I'm in the very center of Florida, like I said. That's where I go to school. So um, the hurricanes hit, not as, but not as hard as, like, the coast. Um, right. The last one, though, I forget what the name of it was, but we had, was it Irma or something? I forget the name. But we just had that one last year. And, I mean, we, we were off school for a few days, if even, maybe just a day or so. Um... I mean, nothing got destroyed. We lost power and internet for a little bit. Um, there was a lot of branches and palm tree leaves in the ground. Right. Um, no, otherwise it was actually kind of fun. <laughs> I went out in the in the streets during the hurricane, and it was just, like, crazy. And, uh, I don't know, it wasn't bad. My parents did fine. They're, they live on the coast. And, uh, I don't know, those houses are built like tanks. Most oh, okay. of them. Not all of them, but, like, the newer houses are built like tanks, so I think the biggest damage my parents had was a few palm tree leaves falling. I mean, that's that's a good thing. You know, no harm, no foul. Um, so, so before, one more question before we jump into the topic. Uh, what's, what, uh, what's, like, you talked about Northrop Grumman, right? Yeah. So what's, what, what is that, you know, what's the company, what's their you know, focus, what industry are they in for those of them, for those of us that don't know what it is? Um, so they are a government contractor for mostly aircraft, but they, they work on all sorts of things that the government contracts out. Like they work on aircraft, space stuff. One, the biggest unclassified program that they're working on right now, some of you guys might have heard of it, is the uh, James Webb Telescope, which is replacing the Hubble Telescope. Oh, wow. So, that thing's supposed to do all kinds of crazy stuff, like, I don't, I don't know the details, but, like, look into the past and find out about the Big Bang Theory. Not the Big, yeah, the Big Bang, stuff like that. I don't know, that's what they talk about. I don't know anything about it, I'm not part of it. Um, but, uh, I can't really talk about what I worked on, but, um, they, they work on all sorts of stuff, aircraft, space. Right. Like so, okay, so, you know, Mike's got some top secret, he's not, he's not allowed to talk about that top secret here and stuff. <laughs> But if, let's get into the topic because I think people are going to be intrigued. They're going to be shocked, or they're going to be like, "Wait, is this like Halloween?" Or so. <laughs> let's talk about how you discovered 
this, and then you could introduce the topic by name. I want to, I want you to introduce the topic by name. So how'd you discover it and what got you really fascinated and passionate about this? Okay. So, so I think junior year, yeah, junior year of high school, um, my friend Casey Christian Stonar, who's like famous now, um, asked me if I wanted to go do open gym at this gymnastics gym. And I was all for it because I love all kinds of movement and stuff. I used to craze about parkour, even though I never did it. You know, like, go parkour, whatever. But, um, I mean, I did, like, jumping on track, and I played basketball and stuff. So, like, I was always jumping and, like, running around thinking I was a ninja. So I was going to this gymnastics gym with my friend Casey for a while. I was, like, learning trampoline stuff, like front flips, back flips. And then right in the summer of 2013, a bunch of guys came in who were doing this crazy sport that I've never seen. They were just on the floor. They were doing, like, martial arts, um, crazy one-legged flips, uh, just, like, flying all over the air like ninjas. And my heart, like, I <laughs> I watched them, and my heart just, like, dropped. Like, I was like, oh, my God, I need to do this. I need to talk to them. So I went up to them, and I asked, um, what are you doing? Like, this is crazy. And they told me it's called tricking, martial arts tricking, which is the topic, by the way. So I don't know. They just told me this guy's name to look up on YouTube called Scott Skeldon, this crazy Australian dude who looks like Dragon Ball Z or something. Um, I looked him up, and God, I just fell in love with this sport. It's like, so tricking is a combination of gymnastics, martial arts, little breakdancing, a little capoeira, and just all kinds of movements. Um, it's it, it it rooted out from Taekwondo competitions where they used to have these open forms. Well, they still do, but they had open forms where you're allowed to add flips and just kinds of creativity. So I guess, I don't know the exact details, but these Taekwondo artists um, started getting obsessed with flips part of it and... They just started doing kicks and flips on their own time at gyms, and then this, like, entity of um, kicking and flipping became sort of its own sport, where now people just started joining in where they haven't done martial arts before, like me. Um, I mean, I did martial arts when I was super young, but nothing crazy. And then people just started jumping in, learning kicks, like crazy spinning kicks, with going into flips after that. Um... So yeah, it became its own sport called tricking. Um, sort of geared, it's sort of geared away from the martial arts side of it, but um, it's definitely there's definitely still a lot of kicks, and I'm I'm always focused on making sure my kicks and flips are up to level. Um, yeah, so that's that's how I discovered tricking, and that's basically the background of it. Since the rewinding minute with Leon Sheck, only on Spotify and Anchor.